Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us on The Winning Side broadcast today. It is Tuesday. April 26th, and this is not Pastor coming to you today. This is Caleb coming to you on the winning side. You'd be in prayer for our pastor and his family as they're on a little getaway this week. Pray that they have a good time. Pray for safety. And uh, you're stuck with Brother Nathan and myself this week. And uh, I know that, um, honestly, uh, every time that I do this, I have more and more of appreciation for our pastor. It's not easy talking to a camera, talking to uh, a microphone, and nobody else really in the room. Uh, but I'm thankful that Pastor does this each and every day, and it's not something that he had to come up with to think how much, you know, I don't really have anything else to do, so what else can I do? It's uh, definitely something that takes a little bit of time to do, and I'm thankful that he has done this, and I'm thankful there's many ways that you can listen. And I think I said it a couple weeks ago when I did it, but you can always go back and listen on the podcast. And if I can also put a plug in for our church podcast, uh, recently, in the last couple of weeks, it was not working properly, but um, normally about a a couple days after a service, it's up on the podcast, and it is working properly now, so that's a way that you can always go back and listen to a message, or maybe you missed a service, maybe you're serving in a ministry somewhere, you can always go back and listen to the services that way. You can always go back on Facebook and YouTube as well, same thing with the winning side. Why do we do it for video? Some people prefer to watch it that way, but you can also always go back and find it on the Facebook or YouTube channel there, and go back and listen and watch that way as well. Uh, but just many ways to listen. Uh, 95.9, we got the radio app, got the podcast, got Facebook and YouTube. Thankful for technology. And uh, I don't really appreciate technology until it's not working properly. And there's some times that we have some kinks, uh, but thankful that uh, we don't have that every day, but most of the time it's working good. And I want to say a happy birthday today to Miss Candace Hood, Savannah Midget, and Colden Todd. Happy birthday to all three of you. Hope you have a wonderful day. And I uh, hope that it, you would just... Um, Feel God's blessings upon your life today, and hope that if you see them, you'll wish them a happy birthday. I want to put a plug in uh, this Sunday. I should have grabbed one of those postcards that's sitting over there on the other side of the room, but we have our Public Servants Day coming up uh, this coming Sunday, and so I hope that you would grab some of those uh, invite cards. Uh, if you're going to be at our church Wednesday night, grab some of those and, and pass them out. If you stop by the office and you grab some anytime. Uh, let us know that you're coming. We'll get some of those for you. And uh, just looking forward to that. We're going to be honoring all of our policemen, firemen, EMTs, government officials, judges, and other public servants on that day. And there's going to be a continental breakfast for all of them and their families at 10.30 a.m. I believe here in the Fellowship Hall, right outside the door here of the studio. And so pray that we just have a great day. Pray that many would come, many would hear the gospel, uh, many would be saved. And maybe also, if it'd be the Lord's will, that if they don't have a church home, that they'd make Victory Baptist Church their home church. So I'm going to go right into our song here now. Uh, the song is Joy Unspeakable. And uh, that's going to go along a little bit with our lesson today. So we'll listen to that song right now, and we'll be right back after that in our Bible studies. And uh, I'll tell you where you can turn now. Go to Galatians 5, 
verses 22 and 23. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit today, and we're going to pick one today. We're going to talk about the fruit of joy, and so we'll listen to this song now, Joy Unspeakable. Appreciate that song right there, sung by Golden State Baptist College. Good song to get you fired up for the day. Joy unspeakable. And we're going to go look at Galatians 5 here, verses 22, and we'll look at that verse where we get that uh, phrase, joy unspeakable. And, uh, you know, it's just it's, it's right there. Uh, it's, it's, it's unspeakable to talk about it. You know, you can't really understand the joy that the Lord gives you until you experience it. Uh, this world, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but this world has no idea when we say eternal joy. They don't know what that means. And sometimes I even think Christians don't fully comprehend what that means. But because of Jesus Christ, because of the Holy Spirit, we can have eternal joy and joy that is unspeakable. Let's look at Galatians 5, verse 22. We know these verses. We've memorized these verses. But let's, let's go ahead and read that, and then we'll get into our lesson. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. <laughs> I like how it throws there at the end. Against th such there is no law. Hey, there is no law against loving people. There is no law against having joy, having peace. There is no law to, uh, to not have long-suffering and gentleness and goodness, faith and meekness and temperance. There's no law against that. Okay. Actually, uh, it's no, not, not only is there not a law against it, it's encouraged. Okay. If you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, those are, should be some fruits that we all bear. And sometimes we need to prune back some things. Sometimes we need to water it a little bit more, pray about it a little bit more, and ask the Lord to help us to, uh, to, to bear that fruit. Only He can do that. Uh, but I want to give you a couple introduction thoughts 
Uh, we'll go over, I have about three points I'd like to go over, but I don't think we'll get them all done today. I'll be back on Thursday. Uh, Brother Nathan did a great job yesterday with the word of the day, and then uh, tomorrow I believe he'll be back on. But I'll finish this up on Thursday, but we're talking about the fruit of joy. You know, people of every kind all over this world, they are searching for joy. Not only are they searching for joy, they're searching for joy in all of the wrong places. The happiness that this world offers is only temporal, but the joy of the Holy Spirit lasts for all of eternity. And let me just say this, I have been guilty of putting my joy in temporal things. And you know what, that's just a life of a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, put your joy in circumstances, put your joy in a job or your finances or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's your health. Praise the Lord that nothing's going wrong right now. And then something comes up and there's your joy. Your joy was in good circumstances and a bad circumstance comes up and you're no longer having joy. That is what the world teaches. That is the world's philosophy of joy. You know, this joy thinks that the more things that you have, the more joy that you're going to have. Absolutely not. And uh, this world's joy is only temporal. I'll say this, the suffering of this world is only temporal, and we can praise the Lord for that, but the joy of the Holy Spirit lasts for eternity. Uh, if I can put a theme on this thought for these uh, Tuesday and Thursday devotion, the theme is this, a Christian walking in the Spirit will experience the, full, uh, the fullness of joy, the fruit of joy, through sufferings, through trials and persecutions, as well as through the blessings in life. I use this illustration a lot. I've used it recently when I preached a couple weeks ago on a Wednesday night. I use it in the jail when I go to go to the jail. And I get it from my kids and also get it from me from sometimes being a kid at heart. But I love just to have candy and sweets and ice cream and all that. I don't really enjoy eating the stuff that probably I need to eat, okay? Uh, if they would make it just taste a little bit better, I would eat more of it. But the things that I should eat, I don't really like. But the things that I probably shouldn't eat, I like a little bit too much of. And uh, in life, I wish I could just have the blessings, but we do need to experience sufferings and trials and persecutions. And what's amazing about that, when we go through those things, that is when the joy of the Lord is our strength. And if we're putting our joy in, in circumstances and in this world, we're going to be robbed of our joy. We need to make sure that our, our joy is in Jesus Christ. Here's a couple thoughts I want to ask you and just remind you of, okay? We need to realize and remember that we can experience true joy through trials. It's one thing to say, it's another thing to actually do it. And uh, I could just think of many people in my own mind over my course of my life that I see go through something and I think, man, I would not blame them if they got upset, if they got bitter, if they had a sour, atti sour attitude. I wouldn't have blamed them for that. But they had joy. And I remember that and I look at that and I says, Lord, please help me when I go through something, to have joy like that. I want to be a true example. Not because I want to say, look at me, look how, how, uh, how joyful I am, even though everything's going horrible. Okay, that would be pride. Uh, but I want to be an encouragement to others to say, hey, not only are you going to get, uh, get through this, you're going to get over this with the help of the Lord. You can experience joy through trials. Uh, you should joyfully desire to worship God through your words and through singing. Uh, I think that it shouldn't be a strange thing as a Christian to constantly give praise to the Lord. Uh, I think I've shared this as well, but I'm encouraged when I'm uh, just out and about, and I don't even know who, who's Christian who's not, and I hear someone say, praise the Lord, or, hey, it's a good day, God's on the throne, and that encourages me, and it's like, man, I need to speak like that. Not, and I'm not saying to try to be weird or anything like and be spooky, but I'm saying we should constantly, our lips should be praising the Lord, should be uplifting Christ's name. Also say this, 
you should sing praises, not only just in church, but all throughout the week. I'm thankful we have a church radio station that uh, when you turn that up, man, I sound pretty good. Hopefully nobody's in the car and turns it down and hears how, how I actually sound. But I do sometimes get to, uh, I, I just kind of confused when I look around in church and I see people that aren't singing. And maybe it's because they haven't experienced the true joy yet. Maybe they're not saved. I say, well, I don't, I don't like to sing. I'm not very good at singing. The Bible doesn't say you have to be very good. The Bible says make a joyful noise. And uh, for me, emphasis on noise. But really, that word joyful is there. Make a joyful noise. The Lord wants to hear that. The Lord wants to hear us praise Him. We should seek to gladly share God's love with those around us. That joy should be inside. So we just, we, we can't, we're bursting at the seams. I want to share this with someone. This could change your life. It's changed my life. And let me just uh, remind you, if it doesn't look like it's changed your life, if you're not acting like it changed your life, they're probably not going to want it. Okay? I've used this illustration before. I have all the same illustrations. I'm sorry, but I remember somebody was trying to sell me something. It was a supplement. And one of the things that it would help with, it was hair loss. And the person who was explaining to me how it helps with hair loss was completely bald. And I was kind of scratching my hair, uh, my head there, if you will, and I was thinking, wait a minute, uh, this isn't lining up. You know, I know that was one of the things it helps with, but I'll just say this. If we're telling people, hey, Christ will bring you joy, but we're living like, uh, like we just lost our dog. Uh, and we're, 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 we're living like, man, we, we have no idea what's going on. We have no joy. And we're talking about, oh, man. Uh, the, the government and, and, and the elections and all that. And I understand, let's, let's be mindful of all those things and let's uh, keep up with those things and pray for those things as well. But let's not live like that. Let's live in the joy of the Lord. We should have the desire to give of our time, to give of our money, to give of our gifts joyfully to the work of the Lord. The Lord loveth a cheerful giver, the fruit of joy. Here's number one. Here's some reasons of our joy and maybe some reminders as well to us. I need reminders, I don't know about you. Anytime someone tells me they need something done, most of the time, in the middle of the conversation, they're probably wondering, why is Caleb about to get on the phone? I'm telling Siri, hey, remind me at a certain time today to remember to do this tomorrow, and, and uh, I'll try to write down notes, but I lose that note, so I gotta use the technology to remind me to do things, and then I gotta have reminders for my reminders, and then something reminds me and says, oh, remind me again in 15 minutes to do that because I'm in the middle of something. Well, here's some reminders for us, okay? Reasons for our joy. Joy begins at salvation. You remember when you got saved, how joyful you were, knowing that no matter what happened, no matter what happened uh, to you, to those around you, to this world, you knew this world's not my home, I'm just a passing through. You had joy knowing that no matter what happened, that you were on your way to heaven. Not because of anything we did, but only because of what Christ did. Joy begins at salvation. It's a fruit of the Spirit, okay? Uh, the, the unsaved cannot bear this fruit because they don't have the joy of the Lord inside. They don't have Jesus Christ inside of them. Unsaved people cannot have true joy. They can have joy, but they can't have true joy. I cannot have joy in my life apart from being fully surrendered and under the direction and leading of the Holy Ghost. If I'm not, if I'm not following the Lord's will, if I'm not seeking after God and saying, God, what do you want me to do? You will not be happy. Now, there'll still be joy knowing that no matter what happens, but doing the Lord's will, that is number one. God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do with my life? Where do, you want me, where do you want me to serve? How do you want me to serve? And if we're just doing something because we're comfortable and say, man, I got a good setup, you're not going to be true. You're not going to have that true joy. You got to follow and be sur fully surrendered under the direction of the Holy Ghost. This is a quote that I heard a couple years ago, and it stuck with me. I got it written down in my Bible, one of my Bibles as well. Let me share it with you, okay? I didn't originate this, but maybe this would be a help to you and a good reminder. Joy 
is the flag which is flown from the castle of the heart when the king is in residence there. Let me say it again. Joy is the flag which is flown from the castle of the heart when the king is in residence there. Man, we got the king living inside our heart. We better be holding up that flag high. There is joy. There is joy because of what is inside of me. And you too can have that joy because he gives that joy to all those who are his children. Uh, not only does joy begins at salvation, but next, joy is the, is, is the fruit of the Spirit. The Bible tells us in Psalm 37, verse number 4, it says this, uh, excuse me, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. We need to delight ourselves in the Lord. And I've said this recently as well, but you know, maybe my plans don't always meet up with God's plans, but I know that God's plans are always going to be perfect for my life. I might not always understand right away, but I just got to trust God. And uh, recently I've been having a lot of conversations with people just talking about different stages of life and things like that. And I'll say, man, we just got to trust God. And uh, there's been some very uh, recent things that I have no clue. Uh, you know, the unknowns is what gets us scared, right? And I talk about unknowns. These last couple of years have been a lot of unknowns. There's going to constantly be some unknowns in our life, but I'm glad there's many things that we do know uh, in the Word of God. And we got to rest assured and, and uh, rest in those promises. But Psalm 37, it teaches us a principle that a cheerful countenance it's pro is produced first by the Holy Spirit who produces that inner joy and delight. Hey, delight thyself also, Lord. He'll give you the desires of thine heart. And as we draw closer to Him, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna understand more and and, and trust more in God to say, I'm gonna trust in You and You alone to, to for uh, to direct my paths. I'm not gonna lean into my own understandings. First uh, Peter five six says this: Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that He may exalt you in due time. Hey, patience, right? Time. I don't like waiting for things, but we don't have the power to one day just to decide I'm gonna have joy today. No, that comes from the Holy Ghost. That comes from Jesus Christ, an inner joy. Some reasons for our joy. Well, it begins salvation. It's a fruit of the Spirit. I'm glad that He gives us to us. Uh, number two here, and we'll be done after this, the resilience of our joy. The resilience of our joy. The fruit of joy is not just an up and down roller coaster. Praise the Lord. That's the world's joy. But the fruit of joy, it's a constant, available joy. Nehemiah 8, verse 10 says this, Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them, for whom nothing is prepared. Listen to this. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be ye sorry. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. You feeling weary today? You feeling tired? Well, don't get weary in well-doing, because uh, we shall reap if we faint not. And the joy of, our, of the Lord is our strength. A lie that we believe is uh, a lot of times childish. Our kids think this, and sometimes us included. The more that we have, the more joy that we'll have. Uh, they think we think that maybe uh, some things immediately that we can get. Man, immediate happiness. I'm going to be immediately happy when I get this. Then we find that it's emptiness. Can I tell you the only immediate happiness and eternal happiness is the Lord? Uh, let me give you a couple reminders that we got to re be reminded of. There's joy in suffering. 1 Peter uh, 1, 6-8 teaches us that there is joy in suffering. They knew that the trial was going to refine their faith. It was going to bring them closer to God, just like burning off that, that, uh, that dross from, from, the, from the gold and making it more pure. This is when they had the joy of the Lord inside of them, an unspeakable joy. Verse number 8 said this, 1 Peter 1, 8, Whom, having not seen, you love in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice 
with joy unspeakable and full of glory. There is joy in suffering. There's joy in trials. Uh, James 1, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. There is joy in trials. Uh, another reminder here under the resilience of our joy, there's joy in persecution. Matthew 5, verse 10 through 12, it says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall re revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. It's not new. Persecution's not new. It's been before, it is now, and it's always going to be. There's going to be persecution. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. Uh, and when people are speaking evil against you, uh, falsely for my sake, remember, hey, it's for Jesus' sake, and it's not going to return, uh, the, his word will not return void. There's joy in persecution. I want to just remind us as we close today, there's the reasons for our joys, the salvation, because of our salvation, there's joy, it's a fruit of the joy, and we need, there's some resilience of our joy. Why, Man, there's some things that come up and say, so why is this happening? Well, we could still have joy in suffering, we could have, still have joy in trials, and we could still have joy in persecution, and we can have joy unspeakable. Don't forget about that quote, that flag of joy. It's, 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 it's showing people that the king is living inside of you. I hope that could be a help to you today to be on the winning side. We can have the fruit of joy, and that's only because of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. May God richly bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.